Rio Rancho Radio. 92.9. We are brought to you this morning by United Plumbing and Heating, TJ's Evergreen Herbal Market, and Pam Harris's Pequail Realty. All in Rio Rancho, it is time to find out what is going on in the City of Vision with our mayor, Greg Hull. Good morning and happy birthday to Rio Rancho. Absolutely. Rio Rancho just turned 43. Now, to be fair, Derek, in city years, we're still a teenager. Okay. I was going to say, I'm older than the city. <laughs> That's Absolutely. I'm older than the city. And so, yeah, on uh, February 23rd, that was our 43rd anniversary. And the city has just been growing like crazy for sure. You had a birthday, but I didn't get any cake. Well, in all fairness, I didn't get any cake either. So it wasn't a real big deal because we really kind of had the big celebration on our 40th anniversary. But unfortunately, our 40th anniversary was overshadowed by this little thing we called the pandemic. So we didn't get get to do all the things we wanted to do on the 40th anniversary. So whoever's here for the 50th one, they can throw the party. Okay. So we turned 43. So we're actually 43 years old. And I want to talk a little bit about what we've done in 43 years. And in specifically, I want to thank Channel 7, KOAT, for the amazing piece that they did. It launched Thursday night at 6.30, and it's going to play again, I think, this coming Wednesday. But you can go out to my Facebook page, Greg Hull, Mayor of Rio Rancho. The link's right there. It's a fantastic, phenomenal story about the history of Rio Rancho. And Rio Rancho has a very interesting history. And we started off back in the 60s with a company called AMREP and AMREP came up here, bought a huge amount of acreage and started selling off properties. And they said, one day this is going to be where all the growth is. One day this is where the city's going to come. And one day this Rio Rancho place is going to be a city all of its own. And that eventually became the truth. In 1981, on February 23rd, the city incorporated into the city of Rio Rancho and became its own municipality. And so for 43 years, we've been plugging at it. Now, 43 years, We've been struggling really like no other city because we didn't have grocery stores, we didn't have industry, we didn't have retail. So anything anybody ever did, they drove down into Albuquerque to get whatever they needed. And I saw Matt Diavro was on the interview for the seven piece and he talked about it. He said, look, we lived up here. We had to go down to Fourth Street, down to the Piggly Wiggly to get to get that, groceries. Yeah. Now that was a long drive. Now I'm just glad that now we have, by my count, we've got eight grocery stores up here and with Sprouts coming in and with Market Street coming in, we'll have 10 grocery stores in Rio Rancho. So the people that lived up here first knew what it was like to drive a long way to get a gallon of milk. <laughs> so, and apparently to go to school, they had Dr. Sue Cleveland. Yes. Yeah, well. So now the school district didn't come in for 10 years after right. that, right? Yeah. So they've accelerated even faster than the city because the original schools that the kids went to in the first 10 years or so were Albuquerque Public Schools. And I think maybe even some went to Hamas Valley Public Schools. So there was a division in where they went. Some buses went north, some buses went south. But then Intel Corp came in, and at one point in time, the school district formed its own district, broke away from APS. And with that, the school district started building schools one after another to try to put all the infrastructure in to make sure that we could educate our own kids. And uh, I remember my oldest daughter was one of the first graduates of Rio Rancho High School. Wow. 
So all of my kids, with the exception of one, are Rams because Cleveland didn't exist. But Rio Rancho came in and we started excelling in sports and we started winning trophies. And then Cleveland came in and both of those high schools do amazing sports, right? They're, they're winning trophies all the time. They're winning championships. It's incredible, really, when you look at it, Derek. But today, I want to touch on a few things because we posted the video online. And for the most part, everybody's like, yeah, this is great. You know, it's wonderful. But there were a few comments like, well, we don't have this and we don't have that. And I want to remind everybody, the focus of that story was how fast we grew in just 40 years, 42 years. Well, like I said, we just turned 43. So how fast we grew and the things that we put in place in such a short time. Did you know, Derek, that cities our size elsewhere around the country would kill to have two state-of-the-art, amazing hospitals in their city limits. We oh, yeah. have, the health care that we have right here in the city limits is incredible. And that doesn't include all of the clinics. Like, you've got Presbyterian clinics all over the place. Mm-hmm. You've got Loveless clinics all over the place. And you've got UNM Sandoval Regional, plus right here in Rio Rancho, to have those types of state-of-the-art medical facilities right here is incredible to for a city that is only 43 years old and is next to a major metropolitan area i.e. Albuquerque right <laughs> okay yeah. so you've got Albuquerque right there and of course Albuquerque right there just on our southern border they have Loveless right there mm-hmm. in Albuquerque right so having some of these hospitals that compete with what's happening in Rio Rancho so the fact that we have incredible healthcare right here in Rio Rancho is a phenomenal asset. The fact that we have a, within the first few years, we had a major industry leader put a manufacturing plant in the city, Intel Corporation, creating thousands and thousands of jobs over the years that has simulated the economy. Now, the problem is, Derek, when it comes to retail and other things, we're still competing with Albuquerque because Albuquerque is right there. Cottonwood Mall is right there. So any of the retailers that are pretty much right there in Cottonwood Mall, they might someday move to Enchanted Hills, but they're not going to move in on the south end of Rio Rancho because it's too close to their other they're, store. They're already getting it. They're, they're going to cannibalize that, yeah. right? Now, uh, of course, you have Home Depot down in Cottonwood, and Home Depot put a Home Depot up in Enchanted Hills, and those two stores are doing well. Lowe's did the same thing. Now, the Rio Rancho store struggled quite a bit because it moved in right as the housing market fell yeah. off, right? Yeah. And so that store struggled a little bit, but now it's doing great. But you notice that there's a pretty good separation, and they're trying to position themselves to be more in a convenience location so the people of Northern Meadows and Mariposa maybe don't have to drive all the way down to Cottonwood to go to a Lowe's, right? Yeah, or even Bernalillo. Correct. So those stores are up there, but when you think about like Michael's, they've got a store down in Cottonwood, they put a store up in Enchanted Hills. They're well separated. Yeah, that makes sense. They're not pulling away from themselves. Correct. Ross Dress for Less, they have a store down near the Target that's a little further away, but they put a smaller version up in Enchanted Hills. So you're going to separate these things because they don't want to, it's called cannibalization. One store doesn't need to feed off of another or take customers away from another, right? You want to take away from a competitor, but not yourself. Exactly. You don't want to compete for your own business. So those are the things that we look at when investors are coming to town and we're pitching investors. They're looking for that demographic that says there's a nice population base that when they put the store 
in, it can be successful. So what's happening in Enchanted Hills right now? Well, a whole lot of home building, right? Yes. Lomas Encantadas is on fire. Mariposa is building like crazy. So it makes sense to start putting additional retail options up in Enchanted Hills because the population is really growing up there. The same as the way as the population on the south end of Rio Rancho grew really fast. And back in the day, Derek, the city leadership at the time said, you know what, if we're going to stop this thing called retail leakage or gross receipts tax leakage, we need to try to build the city to the center because most cities will build from the center out. Rio Rancho built from the edges in. Because... Everything was in Albuquerque in the beginning, so everybody wanted to live on the southern end of Rio Rancho, Correct. so it was closer to go down the hill. Exactly. Can't blame so, them. So you have to understand the history of what went on to understand where we are today. Right. But the fact that we've come this far in 40 years is absolutely amazing. And just in the last 10 years, we've seen incredible leaps and bounds moving the city forward even further. Russ Medical Center has done two expansions in the last 10 years. UNM College Campus has added the UNM Orthopedic Center of Excellence uh, out there. So now we can teach kids in the health area about orthopedics and train up the doctors that are going to work there at the hospital. I remember we did a remote when they opened that and you were there. Exactly. We broadcast that live on the radio. Absolutely. And we have two college campuses here and, you know, UNM Health Sciences and we have CNM. And those are giving our kids opportunities to get their education right here in Rio Rancho. So those are the things that have popped up really fast that you wouldn't normally see in smaller communities that might be just on the edge of a major metropolitan, right? Rio Rancho had a desire to really be its own. The vision was to be its own standalone community, its own standalone economy. And I've tried to carry the torch of that vision forward in the last 10 years. And I think that we have become more separately identified in the last 10 years than ever before. And I believe that the seven story really kind of communicates that point out that we're the third largest city. We may already be the second. I mean, we won't know until the census comes out with the official numbers, which is 2030. But I'm sure we will be by then. We're 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 almost now really fast because since the last census, I mean, we've built three or four thousand new homes since the last census. So the home building has not slowed down because people see the quality of life that we have up here and they appreciate our public safety. Our police department is heavily vested in keeping our community safe. Is there going to be crime? Yeah, the story pointed out. We have crime, but it's below the national averages, right? Which means it's not out of control, mm-hmm. right? And you've got all these things to look at, high levels of quality life. When you look at the fact that we're only 40 years old and that we've got three public libraries, we've got several public swimming pools, we've got an indoor aquatic center. You know, city these, invested in itself. The yeah. city has been investing in itself. We've got some community centers, some of them need to be rebuilt because they're aging out. We've got a lot of stuff. Are there more needs? Absolutely. Nobody's saying, hey, we've arrived. You're done. We're done here. We're done here. We're tapping out. We're done, right? No, nobody's saying that. What they said in that story Thursday night was that we're still one of the fastest growing cities in the state and we're still one of the fastest growing cities in the Southwest and we're being nationally recognized for the excellence that we are providing. And I'm seeing this too as a resident here. Ever since Intel announced that $3.5 billion influx of money into the city, 
people are all, all of a sudden turning their heads and saying, what's this Rio Rancho thing? Right. And so I have to give myself credit, Mayor, because before any of that happened, in fact, houses were still being repossessed in 2015. Yes. When I decided to put this radio station here. Exactly. I could have put it anywhere in the metro. Uh, there's already 40 stations in Albuquerque. I thought, well, let's go. There's only one other one here in Rio Rancho, so let's go there. You called the mayor. I did. And the mayor <laughs> sat down with you. Yes. And then he, the mayor said, you got to be in Rio Rancho. <laughs> I take a little credit there, too. But See, when I no. came here, when I came to look the first time before you were the mayor, they weren't so friendly. Well, that's what I heard. But now we are one of the most business-friendly cities in the state. And we've got a lot of people that are eyeballing us for investment. And once again, I, I just have to remind everybody, the city doesn't build grocery stores. We don't even build malls, right? We need investors to do that. And what drives investment? Well, it's quality infrastructure. So we've been working on the infrastructure because the infrastructure when I took office was horrible. And there's still a lot of work to be done. Nobody's saying we crossed the finish line. But Derek, how hard is it for you to drive around the city and not run into an orange barrel. Exactly, yeah. Not physically, but me. No, you see I one. know, it's to see one, yeah. yes. I don't want you running no, into I don't, orange I don't barrels, run into but orange. you see them, right? Yeah. They're everywhere. Yes, but I did what they call in the radio business, due diligence. Sure. I looked at median income, and it's probably still this way, but at the time, the median income in Rio Rancho was higher than even Albuquerque. Right. Did you see the difference between Rio Rancho and Las Cruces? Yeah, they, they, the seven made a comment. There mm -hmm. was a big difference, like thirty thousand dollars on the median household income yes. comparatively. And let me tell you that that's come up in the last ten years. I think we were probably around. You know, I can't remember what the number was, but let's just say it was around fifty. Mm -hmm. Now we're well, as you saw, we're over seventy. Right. But this goes to what you were talking about. Now this radio station is you know it's not a large corporation like an Intel or something, mm -hmm. but. If I'm a business person and I'm in business to make a profit, I'm going to put my business where I feel I can make a profit. Right. Now, so what the city does, you again, you don't build radio stations or supermarkets or anything, but you can make it a place where I want to put my business and that you have done. Sure. And there's a lot of opportunity. And look, as a radio station, I know there's folks out there that say, oh, there's no business in Rear Rancho. I would say if they look at your advertisers, that would not be true because you've got a lot of local advertisers that advertise right here on this radio station because you do have a great following here in Rio Rancho. There's a lot of people that love the oldies. When I took office, I think the average age of Rio Rancho was around 34, 35. That's gone up to 38 at this point in time. Right. So, so we're a little older than Las Cruces. I saw that. Yep, yeah, a little older than Las Cruces. Yeah, not much. Uh, but not by much. But look, People are retiring here because they like the safety. Yeah. They like the feel of the community. There is a huge public sentiment that Rio Rancho is doing it right. And I appreciate that because I've gotten so many text messages and emails and messages on Facebook just thanking me for the great job and for this recognition of where we've come in 43 years. Now, once again, I say, there was a comment on my Facebook page that says, well, they didn't mention anything about building a grocery store here or here. Well, no, they weren't saying, well, here's what's gonna happen in the future. They yeah. were saying, look at how fast this has come along. 
And I point out that we may not have a grocery store at King and Unser, right? We may not have a grocery store there. I'm not saying that one won't go there soon. We may not have a grocery store at Broadmoor and Northern. We may not have one there yet, but that's not to say one won't come. We don't know when they're going to come. And that news story, it wasn't their job to announce new things that were coming, right? Right. They sprinkled a few things in that there is some development coming. And we're constantly talking about the new developments that's coming, like the in the Unser Gateway right there, we've got the new Market Street that's coming. They're out moving dirt right now. I don't know if you've seen it, Derek, but they're out doing the compaction. And they're coming up to a phase that we commonly refer to in the building industry as they're about to go vertical. Yes. Okay? okay. So, or they're coming out of the dirt. Yeah. Right? And I want to clarify. So, when I say we put the radio station in Rio Rancho, we put the studio in Rio Rancho. The broadcasting antenna is up on Sandia Crest with all the other stations, and so we cover the whole metro. The difference is we chose to do business and pay taxes in Rio Rancho. You're paying GRT in Rio Rancho. (laughs) (laughs) You're helping fund the local police department. Yes. Absolutely. And happy to do it because, you know, I I told you about this, but I don't know if I said it on the air. It's a hot summer night. This building has no windows that open. Right. And the air conditioning is expensive and it was nice outside. So I just opened the door and a Rio Rancho PD officer came by after a while and said, you know, it's late. I should probably close the door. And he was checking on me. There you go. You know, where do you get that? That's just that hometown feel. Right. We're still trying to hang on to some of that hometown feel. And our police officers out being proactive. They're amazing. Our firefighters, our first responders, they're all amazing. And I will always say thank you to each and every one of them. The fact of the matter is they do a a phenomenal job with the resources they have. And that's why over the last 10 years, we've worked hard to increase their funding by 62% respectively in each department. So we've grown, we've added more firefighters. As a matter of fact, congratulations to the new cadets that just graduated Thursday night. And uh, unfortunately, I couldn't attend that graduation. I've made it a point to try to attend all these graduations, but we had a governing body meeting. So unfortunately, I couldn't make it for that. But at the governing body meeting, we approved a pretty cool zoning site plan. The MAC Center is expanding their footprint out there where, you You know, they've got the indoor sporting venue, which is the batting cages, the basketball courts, the ice skating rink, all right there on Loma Colorado Boulevard. And they're opening up kind of a new little cantina to the side of it where they're going to have outdoor volleyball courts and outdoor pickleball courts. Hmm. So they're adding additional services because the city's growing and the demands on their business are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So we're grateful to the Max Center for their continued support of Rio Rancho and their continued investment in Rio Rancho. So there's some really cool things that we just approved in the Thursday night uh, governing body meeting that's going to allow for additional services and growth in the city of Rio Rancho. And we are very excited about that. But back to some of the other things when we talk about growth. Like I say, right now, I think we've got eight grocery stores if I were to count them out, okay? And we should have 10 by the time we get Sprouts and Market Street in. We've got amazing medical services throughout the city. We have some phenomenal restaurants. As a matter of fact, I was on my Facebook page. I tagged several of our restaurants in a post because somebody said, there's no dining in Rio Rancho. And I said, well, have you tried any of these? Because we have a lot of great local flavors that are in Rio Rancho that... 
I encourage everybody to go out and give them a try. Look them up because there's some good stuff right here in Rio Rancho. Just to name a few, and these are all pretty much locally owned. We have Whiptail and Matucci's. We have O'Hare's, Turtle Mountain, the original one down off of Southern. Then we have Turtle Mountain North, the new one. Nico has doubled his investment in the city of Rio Rancho. Yes, and they had him on. Yes, exactly. Hot Tamales, Lily and Liam's Bistro, Upscale Rio, Pokey Serrano that just opened. And I know everybody's like, when is that going to open? When is that going to open? When is that going to open? When is that? Because it did take a long time, but it's finally open. So if you like Poke, you should go check out Pokey Serrano. Namaste, Joe's Pasta House, a Rio Rancho staple. Tap and Taco. And there's Turquoise Desert Tap Room. There's Faux Garden, Faux Bar, Brew Lab 101, the local brew house, and, you know, the bagel shop, and a lot more. I just kind of listed off quite a few. And uh, if I miss somebody, I apologize. But I was kind of focusing on the ones that I know are local owners. And there's all the regular name stuff. And then, of course, we've got a Walmart and we've got a Target. One of my little favorites is we've got a Baskin 31s, Baskin Robbins. You got to get your ice cream. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) So do we have everything? Has every investor come to Rio Rancho yet? No. They have not. But are we standing at the city limits saying we don't want you? Oh, no, 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 no. So that's why we try to work with everybody that's coming in. We want them to come in. We want them to invest in Rio Rancho because the more people that invest here, the more GRT we generate, obviously, and the more we can fund the things that are important to the citizens of Rio Rancho. Not only do they get good services from the people that have invested here, but we want to provide quality services from the city of Rio Rancho as well. It helps us pay the police. It helps us pay the fire. It helps us repave the roads. It helps us fix the underlying infrastructure like the pipes throughout the community. So we've got a lot. And I just point that out, Derek, that the original founders of the city, Pat Diarco, had to work really, really, really hard to get 528 paved up from Albuquerque so that people could get home. And, you know, oh, so I mean, you think about so, the struggles of each of the mayors that what they went through to get a brand new city up and running. Up the hill was the dirt road? Well, it was a two-lane road that a lot of people couldn't get up because it was so steep. Oh, okay. It is still (laughs) steep for what it is, right? But... Pat Diarco worked hard to work with federal funding. I was wondering why they named it after him. Now I know. Yeah, yeah. He worked hard to get the federal funding to get four lanes up from Cottonwood up into Rio Rancho. And then basically the first four lanes reached out to Northern Boulevard, kind of, you know, and they just segmented it as they went along. And now we've had to expand the thing to six lanes, right? So three on each side. Yeah. yeah. So it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger because people are more people are coming up here. And sometimes it's still not big enough, but I don't think you can go any bigger. (laughs) I I think we're kind of pinned in where we're at. I noticed you had a ribbon cutting for a new business here in town. Yes, absolutely. Let me give a shout out to Roadrunner Vintage. They're a great little store right there next to the Village Inn. You know where the Pinon Coffee House is Mm -hmm. right across from Intel? Okay, and where Lily and Liam's Bistro is. You go in there and they've got a little antique mall right there and they've got some cool stuff. Now, it's not a huge store, but what they have is very unique and it's cool. So... I want to encourage everybody, once again, here's a small business owner, a local business owner that has basically taken a risk, putting their own capital out there. Signed a lease. They signed a lease and said, we want to do business in Rio Rancho. So I want to encourage everybody to go check them out. You can see more about them on my uh, Facebook page because we did do the ribbon cutting and it's exciting anytime we open a business. And look, I want to say this as a former small business owner. 
When I opened my business and I created 20 jobs, some people might go, well, you know, what's 20 jobs? And I owned a packing and shipping company. There was no fanfare and there was no celebration of the fact that I'd opened this business, right? And probably there would be some saying, oh, well, why do we need a packing and shipping company? We have mailboxes, et cetera, or we have the UPS store. Why do we need that? Look, what we need is everybody to go, hey, congratulations, we're excited for you, and we will do whatever we can to support your store, even just giving them a shout out on Facebook, saying congratulations. That means so much to a small business owner. When somebody says, well, it's not what I wanted on Facebook. That's not the response we're looking for, honestly, because that really gives somebody a very defeated feeling that I just invested all my money in Rio Rancho because I had a vision for opening a store and serving the people of Rio Rancho in some manner or fashion. And then somebody says, well, it's not a Trader Joe's. I mean, okay, it's not a Trader Joe's, but it's what these people had a vision for. So we need to celebrate those small businesses. We need to thank them for signing those leases and coming to Rio Rancho and saying, I want to do business in this community because I found this community to be superior. And this is where I'm investing my money. And we just should say thank you because they made that investment and that commitment in our community. And now we need to do what a community does, support them so they become successful. It's the old story. Rising tide raises all boats. You go shop at their store. Now they have the money to shop at your store. Exactly. Exactly. And it creates an economy of scale right inside the city. So those Intel dollars circulate into the small businesses and into the restaurants. And so I encourage people to get out, look at what we have in the city, look at what's going on. And I'm just very proud of our community. I don't go around bashing this or bashing that because I just don't see any value in it. I try try to be very positive about all the things we talk about. Are there problems? Sure. Every city's got problems. We're not going to be immune to problems. Are we a utopia? No, we never will be. There is no city on the planet, no place on the planet that's going to be a total utopia. Just not going to happen. But are we doing the best we can with what we have? Absolutely. I think we're doing a great job. And one of the things I pointed out in that seven story is we have always worked on an extremely constrained budget for a city of our size and for the growth that we had in such a short period of time. But in 43 years, seeing the things that have happened and where we've come from a single little dirt road that rolled up into this area and a little dust bowl called Rio Rancho Estates, and people have not always been nice about Rio Rancho. I remember when people referred to Rio Rancho as Rio Rat Hole, and it wasn't very nice. Yeah. But look at us now, Derek. <laughs> look at us now. So I've got a lot to be proud of, and I think everybody should be proud of our community, and we should all pitch in and work together to try to continue to make it the best possible community that we can make it. And is it ever going to be perfect? No, but I want to continue to tell everybody that I am grateful to everybody that came before me because they laid a good foundation for me to work from. And uh, we've had a lot of mayors in the past that worked hard, and made sacrifices to get us to where we are. And as I said in the opening clip, it quoted me as saying, you know, a lot of people early on came together and they had a vision and they focused on that vision. 
And that is what the city of vision is right now. It's the vision that we could become a standalone community, a standalone economy, have our own identity away from Albuquerque and away from the other communities around us, and that we would be Rio Rancho. And so I'm very, very proud of what's been accomplished. Now, that being said, I know we got to wrap it up because we've gone probably a little bit long again. We've always got so much to talk about, but I do want to remind everybody we do have the elections going on. This is going to be the last week of early voting from the 26th to March 2nd. And so early voting ends on March 2nd and then election day is March 5th. Please get out and vote. If you don't have a city council race, there are questions on the ballot for you to answer. And that's yes or no on the road bond, yes or no on the public safety bond, and yes or no on the quality of life bond. And if you want to know more about those, we had a show about those a few weeks ago where I explained exactly what those are. And you can go to the Mayor Greg Hull podcast on Spotify and you can look back in the archives about three or four weeks ago. And it says Mayor Hull talks about the bonds and And on there, we explain what the tax implications are and what the money's going to be used for. So go check out the podcast to find out all the details if you don't know already. And please get out and vote on those because we need your input on those bonds. So those do impact you even if you don't have a city council race. And then if you do have a city council race, of course, you've got District 1, District 4, and District 6 that do have city council races. And as I mentioned last week, Derek, as we've just talked about, Look where the city's at. Look at the things that we've accomplished. Look at how far we've brought the city along in just 43 years. And not just in 43 years, but just in the last 10 years. And as it mentioned in that segment, I am now the longest serving mayor of Rio Rancho. 10 years I've been at the helm and we have brought this city along and we've done amazing things. And that's because we've had a council that works together. We've had a council that is focused on what is best for the city as a whole. And they're worried about making sure that we have a city that is a place where everybody feels safe. They want to make sure it's a city that serves everybody. And so when I think about the council that we have right now, and I have worked closely with each one of them, I've seen the commitment. I've seen the time, the sacrifice that they've made. I've seen them go to town hall meetings that run till 10 so that they can answer questions. I've seen these folks work. I've seen them out volunteering. I've seen them giving up their personal time. I've even seen one city councilor that gave up his job to serve the citizens of Rio Rancho. And so when we see the things that these city councilors have done, they have sacrificed and they have worked hard for the city. And let me make this very clear. All six of the city councilors are very independent thinkers, very independent thinkers. And what they're looking at is data and logical decisions to make the best decisions for the city of Rio Rancho. So it's for that reason that you need a cohesive council because look, outside of the council, the mayor in this city doesn't have any power. I'm just one of the council for the most part because we're in what's known as a council manager form of government. Most of the power in the city is vested with the city manager. You don't even get to vote unless there's a tie or somebody's not there. Correct, correct. and. Is the mayor more visible than the city council? Yes, because these councilors have other jobs. Most of them have another job. So this is not their full-time job. And I think they get paid about $16,000 a year. So they come in, they get the work done, and then they vote. And they vote how they feel, right? They vote their conscience. They vote what they think is best for the city. 
I don't control their votes. I know there's people out there that they say, oh, the mayor controls the votes of the council. That's not true. Each one of them, if you went up to them and says, I think the mayor controls your vote, they would argue with you because they have voted against things that I voted for and they have voted for things that I voted against or I didn't support. But once again, they're going to vote the way that they feel they're going to vote. It's an easy narrative to say, I control somebody. And that's not true. But that's why when I look at the cohesiveness and the way that the current council works together, not only with me, yes, they work with me and they argue with me on some stuff and they agree with me on some stuff. It's a mixed bag. Nothing's ever given. But I have seen the proven results. And I think Seven really highlighted those proven results on Thursday night when they ran that piece, is that there are proven results, and those proven results are we're a safe city, one of the safest cities in the state of New Mexico. We're nationally recognized. Our credit rating's never been better. We're spending less money on debt than really per capita when you think about the debt per capita than ever before. We're paying off stuff, and we're paying cash for a lot of stuff. So we're really preparing the city for a strong future. And so those things being said, those are the reasons why I have endorsed Jim Owen for District 1, Paul Weimer for District 4, and Nicole List for District 6. They have worked hard for the city, and I know they will continue to work hard for the citizens of Rio Rancho, not only for their district, because... As the district goes, so goes the city. So they can't just think about just their district. They also have to make citywide decisions that impact the whole community. So when you're voting, you're not just voting for something that's exactly happening in your district. When you vote on an ordinance, that ordinance is going to impact the whole city. So it's not just about an individual district. It's about a group of individuals that represent the city and represent the populations saying, am I making the right decision for not only my district, but for the city? And those are important decisions that get made on a very regular basis. So it's for that reason and that reason only that I'm endorsing the incumbents and would ask you to get out and vote and make sure that your voice is heard. But if you don't have a city council race, I just remind you there are bonds on the ballot that you need to vote on. But Derek, I think we've covered quite a bit today. Yes. And once again, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. If you didn't get a chance to hear this whole broadcast, you can always catch it on the podcast and we'll have this loaded up either later today or tomorrow where you can run it back and hear what I had to say. And that's why we archive these things so everybody can access them and say, did he really say that? You know, (laughs) did he really say that? I'm going to back that up. I'm going to play that again. Or what what did he say there? But let me also close with this. Thank you to everybody in Rear Rancho. Your support has meant the world to me. People have been so kind to me and my family. And I am just so grateful every day that you've allowed me to be in this position and serve the public. And I say that with all humility and all gratitude for the citizens of Rio Rancho. So with that, I will say go out, make it a great day and God bless.